SRS and COLA, Social Security, Payback, and Help My TSP, all on today's Fednababble. This is Fednababble, where Kevin and Cassie make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. These two don't hold back as they answer questions from the FedPilot workshops and webinars or from questions submitted by you at fednababble.com. You know, Cassie, that music gets stuck in my head. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm singing it sometimes and I realize, what the heck am I doing? That's all stuck in my head. That's no good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it is. Yeah, it is. All right, let's get going on the questions. Okay, what if I get another job after I retire and I don't get the SRS? Would I still not receive a COLA? Hold on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I put it in here, Cassie. It, it, it's a little confusing. It, it's not. Yeah. Okay. What are you quite talking about? Right. Okay. Hold on. Let's take this in like different pieces. What if Good. I get another job after I retire and I don't get the SRS? So are you thinking that you're not going to get the SRS because you don't have a job? That's not true. Um, right. For those of you who don't know what the special retirement supplement is, um, it is a benefit that you get from the federal government that is based on your estimated um, Social Security amount for age 62. And it is for FERS employees only mm-hmm. that they will get a portion of that um, benefit between their retirement age, whatever that is, to age 62. If you retire at 62 or after, you will not receive this benefit. Right. Right. And the special retirement supplement is subject to the earnings test that is very similar to Social Security. Right. But it is not contingent on whether or not you have employment. So I just want to be clear on on that before we get any further with this. Good. <laughs> um, next, would I still not receive a COLA? Well, cost of living adjustment has nothing to do with the SRS. Yes. Um, there is no COLA. No, yeah, not there is no SRS. COLA on SRS. It's it's not and there. Not on, not on your pension until age sixty two either. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm really confused on how all of this is working together for this employee, but I hope that we can give some, some definite clarification so that whoever this is that has this question, I hope that they're listening and I hope that they can really understand what these benefits are and what the differences are to these, to these things. So that way they can um, make sure that they under, understand what and how they work. Yeah, the so again these these questions come in from the Fed Pilot webinars. So these are actual questions by attendees who go to the webinar. And I pulled this one in even though it didn't make a lot of sense because I thought there were a number of points that we could talk about and and you hit them all that we could talk about when it comes to SRS and when you get the cola and when you don't what it is. So you hit it all. So Honestly, I wasn't expecting you to really answer this because it's unanswerable, but you hit all the points that I was hoping you would hit. So 
Oh, You're done. Fabulous. Well done. <laughs> okay, right, this one, one, I think this one is going to make a little bit more sense. Okay, if you take Social Security at 62, is it true you can pay back and draw at a later age and higher rate? So basically, what they're referring to is that when you when when someone draws Social Security, they basically lock in their primary or their the amount that they're going to get, for the most part, right? And so that's that's the and and there's coal on top of that. But let's say they lock in that amount, so that's the amount that they'll get from that point on. Every year that you don't take Social Security from 62 to 70, it goes up by about eight percent. So what they're saying is, okay, what if I took it at 62 and then um, I thought, oh, hey, I want the higher, the higher amount that I would get. So can I pay it back and get uh, the higher amount later on to make it look like I didn't even, you know, I didn't take it until later. And, and I, Cassie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the rule now is that you can pay, if you stop it and pay it back within the first 12 months, you can, but if it's after that, then you're stuck with that amount. Is that right? Yeah, I'm trying to look up um, on my notes and just get that clarification. By the um, way, Cassie's, everyone has to know that Cassie's notes are crazy awesome. They are, <laughs> the amount of notes that you have taken over the years from what different rules are and and it just is mind-boggling so and so I, I think it's pretty cool that you have all those notes i'm not quite as good of a note taker as you are and so uh you got this whole library i mean you could write volumes i swear and just hey i'm gonna, just gonna publish my notes it wouldn't make That's a lot awful. of sense to a lot of people but yeah <laughs> um okay so um i'm I don't have it. Um, I don't have it in here. Okay. Crazy. Except um, for that, her notes are great. Except for that one point. That's all. Except for that one. I <laughs> but I, I believe that that's it. I, that it. That twelve months I, is the cutoff. I'd have to do some research on that one um, because this is something that is simply not asked very frequently, which is probably why right. I don't have the note on it. I know that there is. And I want to say it's called a Social Security, um, is it the refund or, or redo? Hmm. I think it's a Social Security redo where you pay back your Social Security amounts um, to whatever you've acquired or they've given you. And then you simply suspend or put on hold the draw age. And I believe you can only do it once. You can't do this multiple times. I believe times. so. Um, but, and so I haven't looked up this recently, which is why I'm not going to say that there's a time limit on it. Um, but there very well could be. I just simply don't want to give the wrong time limit out. Sure. So yeah. if you get in touch with a financial professional and you're curious about this and they're not sure about the answer, please have them submit it um, to fendobabble.com and we will definitely be able to answer that for you um, and, and dive deep into that. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people were, will, who are watching or listening will be saying, well, no, I, you know, that's not gonna be an issue for me. 
here here's the real issue okay is that there are people who right now will say no but they put themselves accidentally in a situation where this does become a real thing and so people will say you know what i'm going to retire and i'm not going to need to work so i'll just draw social security i don't need to pay it back because i'll just get you know what i get and I'm work good with that. Then they retire, draw Social Security, and they realize, oh, I'm not making as much money as I thought. It's not coming in like I. So I think I might have to go back to work. Well, you know, if that's if that's after this, you know, that time of of being able to pay it back, then they're stuck. Or then they start thinking, okay, well, maybe I can pay it back now, and and then draw it later on because I'm going to keep working because I'm going to get hit with the earnings test. And so a lot of people think, well, that's, you know, that's not for me when it might be depending on what situation you put yourself in and it sneaks you know up on people. I think that I'm simply going to look this up and we can put the link um, regarding the Social Security redo in there so that way they have the information in the from SSA.gov. Um, rather than, you know, submitting the question, because obviously we've already had this question and I don't want to have to delay any further. Um, I'm just going to provide the link Great. for you guys um, in the comment section or, or what have you. So mm -hmm. that way we can get this answered and you have the most <laughs> relevant and up-to-date information. Because even if there is a time limit, I can't say that it's going to change or not change for, you know, mm -hmm. in the future. Um, so we're just going to link to this, um, so that way you guys can, can get all of the information. And, um, if you have any further questions about it, please go to social security office or talk with a financial professional and they'll be able to help answer some questions because they'll be up to date on that. Do. Yep. <laughs> that is what they do. Good. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Let's do question number three. Okay. I need help with where to put money in TSP to make the most money over time. Can you help me with that? So in well, the Fed pilot workshops, mm -hmm. in the, what I say is in the accumulation stage, in the really for now employment stage of the TSP, there are two goals to grow your money and to keep taxes as low as possible. Grow and low. Yes. Right. So last time or last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about the Roth versus traditional. That's to keep the taxes, though. This one is where out of the GFCS and I do I put my money to have it? Well, yeah, to basically to have it grow as much as possible, given my circumstances. And anytime we say given my circumstances, we always reply with it depends, right? That's Every time. Right. That's right. And we can't help with that. We're not financial advisors and we don't have enough of your personal information to tell you right. or, or financial picture, I should say, to tell you whether or not you should be in the G fund as opposed to the C fund or how much you should be putting in those different funds to make it most uh, beneficial for you. So talk with a financial professional or financial advisor um, hopefully one that is versed in the federal benefits because they'll understand what those different funds are and how they work together. <clears throat> and they'll be able to help you with that. If you yeah. don't have anybody, 
go to fandombabble.com. Um, we're going to get you in touch with somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, in our trusted network to be able to help you distill down, you know, is that going to be financially advantageous over the, you know, G fund or C fund, S fund? How do we coordinate all of those different funds and, and get the most for our money? And should I be contributing to the Roth side or the traditional um, on the, you know, when I'm contributing to the TSP? Um, you know, they're, they're going to be able to tell you exactly not only which account, but which funds to, to uh, allocate your money to and how much to put in to get it to where you need to be in retirement. I think that's yeah. another really good question is here. Okay. How do I, um, what make the most money over time, but how much do I need? In <laughs> What's my goal? Yeah. Right. Um, because that can be different for everybody. It, yeah, it Where is different for everyone, right? Right. What What do you want in retirement? And so I think that you know we got to take a look at you know not only can I have the most money, but am I also going to be able to get the amount that I need to do what I want? Yeah. In retirement. And Cassie, one one thing I'll say about these questions, um, what sometimes we're asked a question like this, me. Uh, you, someone in our trusted network of financial professionals will ask a question. We'll say something like, well, it depends, right? Then they'll come back and say, okay, yeah, of course it depends, but can you just give me an overall what you think I should do? And we, we have to say, no, really, seriously, it depends. We can't even give you a, hey, you, you know what, I, I know it depends, but if you did this, you, you'll be just fine. There isn't anything like that. You, no. It really is individual and you have to talk with a financial professional to make sure that it's right for you specifically. Yeah. And, and that's, um, and I'd like to be able to say, well, I mean, we, for example, we could go through the GFCS and I and talk about the strengths and weaknesses of each one, but that doesn't, that doesn't tell the story behind the numbers. It, it, it just gives you some facts and that's it. It doesn't say how it will affect you or what it can do for you, good or bad. So again, it's important to do that. Um, overall, if you would, please share this, like it, do whatever, all, all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe and make sure your coworkers know about this so that they can uh, come and learn a ton and be prepared for their retirement. Cassie, last words of wisdom? Take action. Don't forget that no action is still taking action. It is. It is. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. To get Cassie's comprehensive report on your federal retirement benefits at no cost, no obligation, and no sales pitch, go to fednababble.com. While you're there, submit a question for them to answer on the show.